and good afternoon and welcome to Lambda Weekly. I'm Dave Taffet here in the studio with Leron Landis and the late Patty Fink. And our guest is the radioactive chair of the Dallas County Democratic <laughs> Party, Chair Noble. Christy, welcome back. That is the best intro I've ever had. Let's blow some stuff up. <laughs> we need to. Well, we'll try it during this hour. Um, before we start, uh, Leron and I were talking before the show. Kirk Myers, who was the head of Abounding Prosperity and was a, num- was a guest on our show a number of times, mm-hmm. uh, passed away suddenly. He was working very early in the morning, and when his staff came in, they found him at his desk unresponsive. Yeah, th- this was Tuesday. Passed away Tuesday. On Tuesday, yeah. yeah. The funeral is uh, this coming Friday mm-hmm. at Cathedral of Hope. Yeah. You know. Just a blow to the community. It really yeah. is. I was so shocked. Um, such a good guy and such a presence in our community. Huge. I mean, yeah, and he was only 54. So That's very young. Our condolences, heartfelt condolences go out to his husband, his family, his friends, the community that he was so, such a big part of. Oh, he uh, dedicated his life to dedi- bringing yep. health care to South Dallas. Yep. Um, big loss. Big loss. Yeah. Huge loss. So... So, yeah. anyway, Christy, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me, you guys. Start, it's always fun to, to be here. Sorry to start on such a sad note. No, it, it, it is very sad. I didn't know Kirk, but I know a lot of people who uh, definitely looked up to him. And uh, he, 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 everything I know of him, he was just always working to help. And he was actually, from a, a political standpoint, really starting to get involved um, from from the politics mm-hmm. side. And there so many good things that were going to happen because of, of his advocacy, and yeah. it, it's sad mm-hmm. to see that happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on the positive side, he has a great staff. Yes. Tamara Stephanie is going to be the new CEO. Uh, she was his assistant director, uh, and she's wonderful. I, I know the organization's in good hands. Yes. Ahmed, who's been on our show, mm-hmm. uh, will be there. So, um, anyway, Donald Trump indicted this week clickbait (laughs) (laughs) i mean 34 counts right um felony counts felony counts but and how much did he raise 10 million i heard it was up to 11 11 million dollars what does that tell us about where our country is at right exactly that hey we x number of people don't think that you're guilty even though there are 34 felony counts 34 counts and it's just a witch hunt. It's just a witch it's hunt. It's just a witch right. hunt. They were saying that before we even knew what the counts were. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they, had their e- they had their email ready to come out before then. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's a sad state. I mean, the, you know, actually I saw something on uh, at one of the news shows, and they were talking about that, you know, we've heard the, the comparison between Trump and Obama, you know, that Trump whatever, three marriages and how many times he's cheated and all of those things mm-hmm. and talking about ethics and morals and and then talk about Obama, you know, n- never had any issues. And then you go all the way back to Clinton and the Republicans were at, I mean, all over Clinton because of the Lewinsky thing, which, okay, that, that but talk about the comparison and then it's dead silence and even when he's indicted for 34 counts, they're giving $11 million. There, yeah. there is some dissonance there that, that doesn't even make sense. And I don't even know how to make sense out of it or to, to talk anyone out of it. I don't think there is any sense to make out of yeah. it. it. You just can't. And, and what I don't understand is the, is the religious right have just sold their souls 
Britta. For sure. You I know. heard an explanation totally. of the comparison of Clinton and... Oh, you did? Uh, uh, what's his name? Trump. Okay. Um, with Clinton, there was no question that he had had this affair with Monica Lewinsky. Uh, with the Trump allegations, they're simply allegations. <laughs> oh, I see. Oh, because the women just said that. Oh, I see. Yeah. Got it's it. All the believe women thing, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, let's not go down that path. Okay, well, we'll we'll stay on topic. So, what's the? You had mentioned uh, a little while ago that the the next one to come out is is Georgia. Georgia might come out this week. I heard it could be as early as Wednesday. Yeah, doesn't mean that it will be this week, but uh, it means that they are wrapping up their investigation. And also this coming week, he must sit for a deposition in the E. Jean Carroll case which um, is being handled by a, a famed attorney in our community, Robbie Kaplan, who and successfully argued Windsor before the United States Supreme Court. And what's Why? that case? Um, it's a case of straight. rape and defamation. So he has to sit for that, and the judge ordered him he must. Defamation for what? Oh, uh, it's just uh, the... Uh, when, he was, when he was in the in office, he called her a liar. She had oh. come forward, and so she said, you know, you call me a liar? Um, I'm... I beg to differ, and now that that's out there, you know, and he claimed um, immunity because he was the sitting president, mm. and therefore he couldn't be held accountable for that statement. And he went so far as to say the Justice Department has to defend him because it was something he said while in office. And that's what, of course, Bill Barr did. Mm -hmm. Not so much now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that the biggest hope we have is the, the Georgia case. Um, that seems to be the strongest of all of the cases. Right. And I the mean, documents case. And the documents. Well, the documents. Documents. About that. Yeah. Yeah. that one they haven't even started working on yet. So. Well, they but, have. They just haven't come out with charges yet. <laughs> well, and, the, 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 you know, the thing that, that's scary and predictable is that you know, because these indictments are being are, are coming out, he's the candidate for presidency. He, he's going to get the nomination because of all the money that it's going to raise. The, the the hope that we have is that, like in 2018, you know, ev everyone was galvanized on on our side from from Trump, from everything that was going on, and hopefully that we can use that as well to to continue to get the vote out um, if he's the nominee. Why do you think George is the strongest case? I think George is the strongest case because I mean, there's there there's there's evidence. Right. I mean, one. Hey, come on, guys. We only need eleven thousand votes. <laughs> I mean, I mean that is pretty clear. No, no, I think what it, he was trying to do. I think, right. his, um, I think his exact word words were, "Can't you find me?" Yes, Can't exactly. Can't you find me eleven thousand? Whatever the number was. But you've done that in Dallas County, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> no. <laughs> and where would you where would you find them? I mean, the system is pretty sewed up. Yeah. You know. Yeah. From start to finish, yeah, I don't know how you'd make it happen. I and and the the thing is, is that they the, the the Republican side they've been you know putting this narrative out there that elections are 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 tampered with that there's there's fraudulent things going on, and and time and time again the election administrators and the the people who are in the the trenches putting on the election are able to show that the you know the the electronic processes and the the security around them is top notch and it's not happening so 
the fact that he had that he was begging to find him and he couldn't that shows that the election and the process is is good to go i think that's that's one thing that we have to figure out how to to flip that message a little bit but i think more of that is going to come out in this case um but but i i think this is the case that could you know i I don't know what the the prison time or anything like that is but whatever he can get sentenced for this is the one that that it should happen with i think the other thing that makes this so strong is that it's a case that's being brought by republicans absolutely absolutely good point but let's go back to the new york case i don't think that was a weak one um contrary to what a lot of people might think this is like oh he's getting indicted because he paid um a porn actress no that's not really what what it is him paying her, that, that, that's what he's not getting in trouble for, is how he paid her. Right, it was through the campaign stuff. Through the campaign yeah. stuff. You know, that is illegal. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that, it's not like they just all woke up one day and like, oh, let's charge him with this. They've been investigating this for years Agreed. now. And I don't think they would have taken the time to prosecute a former president. It has never happened. So it must be serious. Agreed, agreed. And that particular DA, Alvin Bragg, has brought um, hundreds and hundreds of cases uh, against business owners in New York and New York County mm-hmm. um, for fa- the creation of false business records. Right. It's this is this is pretty um, as he called it bread and butter stuff. Yeah, but for his Trump's defense against that was it made sense. He said, "No, all we did was it's like if you don't want your wife to see." <laughs> what you paid for for something, so you write something different down in your checkbook. Yep, those little white lies—they they don't. It doesn't even matter, does it? <laughs> and well, you really they, they can't start ex- to add up. Yeah, <laughs> and you really can't explain the National Enquirer covering for him. It was a catch and kill. Absolutely, right, right. So, absolutely. Um, what I don't understand is the why the name McDougal always comes up in these because there was a there was a McDougal in in uh, the Whitewater case against Bill and Hillary Clinton. And in fact, she went to she went to jail for contempt, and you know wouldn't wouldn't testify. Um, so here's a, another McDougal, you know, a, another woman that he had an affair with, that Trump yeah. had an affair with, and you know, National Enquirer bought the case, the the story from her, but then didn't publish it, which was on purpose. And I think um, David Pecker finally said it with the with the National Enquirer said, I don't have the money to keep doing this. You're going to have to pay for the, this one, right. and that's how they shuffled all the money and created a shell company and created false business records. Wow! You know, I mean, that's that's what this case is about. Sort of and out. David Pecker is working with the with the prosecutors. <laughs> Michael Cohen, is, who wrote the check, mm-hmm. is working with the prosecutors. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know how he he wiggles out of this. I just don't. Well, I, I, let, let's speed ahead because God. How long is this thing even going to take to go to trial? But let's just speed ahead and say it goes to trial. He's actually found guilty. It's not like he's going to do any time. You know, he might get a slap on the wrist with probation or something like that, which will be historic in itself. Yeah. But um, I, I don't see... I don't see him going to jail for this. <laughs> Whereas in Georgia, yeah, Georgia, that that's might be a, a state story. Law, yeah, state case, and he can't get pardoned by it. He cannot. You know, from, a, from any sort of federal way. Mm-hmm. 
So if he and he's charging armed, the governor, so the governor is not going to turn around and pardon him. <laughs> right, right. I didn't even think about that. That's classic. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's possibilities kind of next. You know, like you don't have your burning bridges. Yeah, yeah. So and then I think the documents case. There's evidence apparently now that um, he went. Th- he rifled through the boxes after he told, mm-hmm. and moved them around after he told them they were all returned. Here's what I don't understand about that case. He never read. He was just not a reader. What did he want these documents for? To sell. I think he wanted them to sell. Yeah, I think so too. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I I think he was, the whole reason he got them was to sell them and to show off. I mean, Mm -hmm. that was his big thing. Look here, you know. And he keeps saying, even this week, even a few days ago, with all that's going on, he's still saying, under the Presidential Records Act, I have the right to take anything I want. And I'm like, you never read, you never read the Presidential Records exactly. Act because it says quite the opposite. The reason it right. was written was because of Nixon and his stashing of evidence mm-hmm. against him. You know, I mean, dude, but that you're right, he doesn't read. So, and his lawyers keep having to get lawyers. <laughs> yeah, I was disappointed in the New York case that Rudy Giuliani wasn't defending him. Yeah, you know, you think. Where yeah. has Rudy been? I hadn't heard a peep out of him for a while. I think he's defending his own cases. Okay. He's All been right. just, you know, basically disbarred in the state of New York. Mm. Oh, that's true. You know, he can't really practice. That's right. That's right. And most of these other lawyers that have worked for Trump, you know, Jenna Ellis and, and the, kook, the kooky one that's from here. The really, the, the, you know, let's release the Kraken. Sydney, Sydney oh, Powell. Sydney, oh, Sydney, yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's been disbarred. Yeah, she's been disbarred. You know, like. Total nut. Over these very things. <laughs> and why people still support this guy, I have no clue. No clue. You know, he's a fraud. He, he caused the, the same arguments, caused these attorneys to get disbarred. Yeah. 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 You know? Yeah. Why, why would you still believe this crap? You know, one thing I find interesting with all the people who are still supporting him. Haven't you had a candidate, Christy, where you've said, you know, I like her. She's just not the right person for this job. Let's get somebody who's more electable. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, we, you know, we are always, as from a party perspective, looking for the, the best candidates to run in, in, the, in the right races. And I don't, I don't know why that doesn't matter on the on on the Republican side, especially for this. I mean, I, I even have, I mean, my sisters are are Republican, right? And they, you know, they were all for Trump, and and now they're just a little bit saying, well, I'm still a Republican. I don't necessarily like Trump, but I I believe in you know that he's going to do the right things. And I'm like, why? Can't I, they look at somebody like say Asa Hutchinson, the Asa Hutchinson? The words aren't coming out. Um, and say, you know, maybe he's electable. Just take a look at him. Does it have to do with our our um, our country, our culture's fascination with, you know, pop culture and... and Salacious disgust? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and the, you know, the, the whatever, seven seconds of attention span that we have for any news information and 
he can get a lot in seven seconds where other people like that are just, you know, flat and maybe are a better a better choice, even for the Republicans, even if the Democrats, even if we do not like what they stand okay, for. DeSantis. Yeah, well, and see, that's the thing. In my opinion, DeSantis is the most is the scariest um, of the, the nominees because he is. Um, I mean, look at Florida. Who wants to go to Florida now? Oh, I know. Right? Yeah. I mean, f- what they've done in Florida is, is very scary. Okay. He's All been right. just, you know, basically disbarred in the state of New York. Mm. Oh, that's true. You know, he can't really practice. That's right. That's right. And most of these other lawyers that have worked for Trump, you know, Jenna Ellis and, and the, kook, the kooky one that's from here, the really, the, the you know, let's release mm-hmm. the Kraken. Sydney, Sydney oh, Powell. Sydney, oh, Sydney, yeah. Yeah. yeah, she's been disbarred. Yeah, she's been disbarred. You know, like total nut over these very <laughs> things, and why people still support this guy, I have no clue. No clue. You know, he's a fraud. He he caused the the same arguments caused these attorneys to get disbarred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. why would you still believe this crap? You know, one thing I find interesting with all the people who are still supporting him. Haven't you had a candidate, Christy, where you've said, you know, I like her. She's just not the right person for this job. Let's get somebody who's more electable. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we, you know, we are always, as from a party perspective, looking for the, the best candidates to run in, in, the, in the right races. And I don't, I don't know why that doesn't matter on the... On, on the Republican side, especially for this. I mean, I, I even have, I mean, my sisters are, are Republican, right? And they, you know, they were all for Trump. And, and now they're just a little bit saying, well, I'm still a Republican. I don't necessarily like Trump, but I, I believe in, you know, that he's going to do the right things. And I'm like, why? Can't I, they look at somebody like, say, Asa Hutchinson? Asa Hutchinson. The words aren't coming out. Um, and say... You know, maybe he's electable. Just take a look at him. Does it have to do with our our um, our country, our culture's fascination with you know pop culture and and salacious disgust? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and the you know the the whatever seven seconds of attention span that we have for any news information and. He can get a lot in seven seconds where other people like that are just, you know, flat and maybe are a better a better choice, even for the Republicans, even if the Democrats, even if we do not like what they stand okay, for. DeSantis. Yeah, well, and see, that's the thing. In my opinion, DeSantis is the most is the scariest um, of the, the nominees because he is. Um, I mean, look at Florida. Who wants to go to Florida now? Oh, I know. Right? Yeah. I mean, f- what they've done in Florida is, is very scary with the book bans, with, with, with all kinds of things. And he is... With the Disney ban. With the Disney ban, right? With the don't say gay, all that, all that crap. Um, so he, he, he's very dangerous, but he presents well. He presents sane. He presents well, and he actually, at least it appears, he knows how to govern. We may not agree with how he governs, right. but he actually seems to know what he's doing. He's not going to sell secrets to foreign governments. Is that, right. And Trump he, doesn't know what he's doing, never has. Yeah, he, he just stays in the, in the, in the, um, the public eye with right. all of this crap that we're talking about, right. the, the porn stars and the, you know, him going off the rails and something right. he's saying. Right. So, 
So for that reason, I think DeSantis is scarier. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. He he can do a a lot more damage. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, I don't think he would um, galvanize the Democratic base as much as as Trump would if he were uh, the nominee. Now, does that mean I want Trump to be the nominee? No. But no, because of the possibility of him getting elected exactly. and what he could do to the country in a second term. Because what has he done already? Right. I mean, just look. I mean, I'm, this is kind of a pivot here, but just what just happened with one of his um, appointed judges in, you know, West Texas. West Texas, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Ba- so basically, not only is is was that ruling. Um, against the the abortion pill, the abortion medication that was um, approved by the FDA 20 years ago. So it's not really just against abortion. It's against a proven process of scientific experts who are who approved a drug that, yes, does abortion, but it, it's it's for the health of women in in most cases, right. and so now it's, it's for mis, what we call mis babies. Yeah, that's the incomplete miscarriage. That's a miscarriage. It, exactly, right. exactly, and and so so now we're talking about all because of this this Trump process. Not only did we have the issue in the Supreme Court, and it, you know it was overturned um, Roe versus Wade, but now the, this 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 drug and the FDA process of approving drugs is in question, and so many things could get flipped over now just because this happened. That right. we are in we are in scary times, Very, folks. Yeah, we need yeah. to take a break. We're talking to Chair Noble, <laughs> the radioactive chair of the Dallas Democratic <laughs> Party. Come back for more blowing up. And we'll be back with more Lambda Weekly right after this. Hi, this is Candy Markham, and I listen to Lambda Weekly on 89.3 KNON-FM. Listen. And this is Lambda Weekly. I'm Dave Taffet here in the studio with Laurent Landis and the late Patty Fink, and our guest is Christy Noble. She's the chair of the Dallas Democratic Party. Um, Let's pivot here away from Trump, if you don't mind, because... You know, he sucks up all the air. He does. Uh, and other candidates don't get a chance uh, because a good candidate could actually emerge if media gave everybody else the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and if a Republican presidential candidate would like to come on Lambda Weekly, just call here over at the station and we'll arrange it. Um, we'll wait. <laughs> You don't think our our Republican base is listening to us today? Probably not. Uh. And when we have candidates on, which we've done for a long time, and we contact the other side, because as we are want to do here, you know, we want to do that, um, and they they never respond. Yeah, so we do offer. We do offer. We do offer mm-hmm. for them to come on. Absolutely. Um, let's talk about Tennessee and what happened in the legislature there this week. So what happened? Well, give your line, Patty. <laughs> oh, I love this one. Aaron, tell me about this. There was a sign among the protests in the in the rotunda <clears throat> and outside the building and such. No Justins, no peace. <laughs> <laughs> because both both lawmakers who were ejected right. uh, are named Justin, and they're both black. Right. And then the but no racism was involved. Yeah, but no we racism. have to be clear on that. Right. Because the, the white lawmaker... Yeah, the, the, the white woman was not. 
There's three of them total, right? But the only two of them were in. Which it. was right. She shouldn't have been, but neither should but, they. But neither should they. And ha- have they responded? And what was the justification for that so far? Oh, they were they were saying that they broke decorum rules. Right. But um, wait, but she didn't. No, they were saying that she didn't hold the bu- the bullhorn, and she didn't shout. Oh, um, you know, okay. they're, that's she was what just they're with them. She was just with them in, you know, gotcha. in, in league with them in, in the cause. Gotcha. But it's such crap. Yeah, of it's course it is. Crap. Of course it is. And one is from, um, like, I think wholly within the city of Nashville, and the other one represents constituents Memphis. in Memphis and right. Shelby County. Right. Not wholly Memphis, but the, so the city council has been, in Nashville has been, Charged with coming up with a nominee, voting in a nominee to replace um, the, the one of the Justins um, that was expelled, and they've chosen to, or they're planning to tomorrow, to replace himself, him, give, pick him to replace himself, great, and reappoint him for the remainder of his term, and Shelby County's going to do the same thing with the other Justin, and gotcha. now the legislature's like. You know they're peeing their pants because, you know that's not what we meant. We they need to stay away. They have to be, you know. So here we are, and I love like the Washington Post and the New York Times and many others have whole articles today with long lists of the offenses that other people, white people in the Tex- the Tennessee legislature has done. I mean, we they have child molesters that weren't. You know, charged child right. molesters in the, in the I didn't Tennessee see that. House that, is great. that have never been ejected. You right. know, um, all, all kinds of crimes. Domestic abuse. Crimes, domestic abuse that that white Tennessee House members have committed. And but racism never, was not involved. But racism was obviously not involved. Well, <laughs> they weren't holding a megaphone. Yeah, on that the was floor the of the House. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That's Isn't ridiculous. that nuts? Yeah, yeah. The 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 amount of thinly veiled racism um, within not just the South, but the the country as a whole um, is 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 palatable, really. And you know, bef- I I knew it was there before becoming the chair, before being involved in creating the feds, and you know, six eight years ago. But being in the the trenches and really talking to um, constituents and people uh, across the county and and really across the country, it is racism is the the, the bedstone of so many issues that we are dealing with and we are talking about uh-huh. um, today. Um, everything around Trump. Everything around what happened, obviously in Tennessee, and it's it, it it's a scary it's a scary thing. Um, and I still don't understand how they can say that it's not based on racism. I didn't know about the uh, the list of, of of crimes. That is that is classic and and, and amazing. But mm-hmm. it'll, it'll get dismissed. It'll get, oh sure yeah, yeah of course. well that's different. That's different. They'll yeah. figure out a way to talk, right. talk around it. It's like the governor of Tennessee, a white guy. Um, said, you know, was they've passed this drag show bill, and he was he's they've got footage of him, you know, mm-hmm. in in drag performing. And and pictures like, in his yearbook. Yeah, the picture in his yearbook, yeah. and he's and he says, oh well, that's different. It was lighthearted entertainment, as if 
all the other drag shows in the world are not light well, supposed to be light entertainment. entertainment. Right. Have you been to a drag show? Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's why I ask her. Have you, have you been to a drag show before? It's lighthearted entertainment. entertainment. You know, I'm like, they think they're so different. What when they do it, right. it's one mm -hmm. thing, and then you know, like laws for thee, not for me. Mm -hmm. It's it, that's the pure mantra of. It's the same with Trump. It's the same, and all these other charges. It's why can you raise eleven million dollars? Because he doesn't deserve it. Because we're we don't have we're above the law. Mm -hmm. We don't we are, we should not be treated the same as those people when we do those crimes and when we do those things. We're different. Yeah, that's what they really believe. You know, and it's I think the same is true when it comes to women. You know, they think, you know, our our women can do as they please, but those women need to be controlled and we need to decide, make their decisions for them because they're incapable right. of making the right decision for themselves. Yeah. You know, I mean, it really is. And hypocrisy is, is no big deal. They really want to just win. They want to, <laughs> you know, own the libs that badly. And yep. I, $11 million is about owning the libs. In my view. Yep. Yep. They want to own the libs more than they love their country. More than they love their children. More than they love their children. Mm -hmm. Yep. Well, another national story had a lot of local in it. Uh, Harlan Crow. <gasps> yep. <laughs> gave annual trips for the last 20 years to Clarence and Ginny Thomas. Harlan Crow is a developer. His father was Trammell Crow, and Harlan's big project is Old Parkland down in uh, Oak Lawn. Mm -hmm. uh, he's the liberal version or member of that family. <laughs> um, Old Parkland, have, have any of you been there? Uh -huh. Oh, it, it's a wonderful project, and most of the tenants are nonprofit organizations that are there on a reduced rent compared to the value of what the rent should be in that neighborhood so he's not this evil person he does have a social conscience uh, Clarence Thomas when he was defending his um, accepting these trips and not reporting them said oh, well it was just personal hospitality yeah. yeah his legal argument is that because he didn't come from a company it came directly from an individual i.e. his friend is okay but what if you are your company? Well, well, and the other thing that's puzzling to me is he said they've been, he and Jenny have been friends with Harlan <laughs> Crow for 25 years. Well, you've been on the bench for 32. Exactly. What does that tell you? Yeah. Right. Yeah. How did right. this great friendship, this close, close friendship right, right. where you accept millions routinely, like right. it's nothing. It started after you were, be, you know, you're on the bench of the United States Supreme Court. Right. So, but it shows how out of touch he is. He's completely. using personal hospitality as his defense. To me, personal hospitality is when I go up to New York and I stay with my cousin. Mm -hmm. There's nothing to report there. Her extra bedroom doesn't have a dollar value. He's taking million-dollar trips. On private on planes. Pri private on private planes. jets. Yeah. And a yacht. A yacht around, well, I don't remember where it was. I think Indonesia and... Uh, Southeast Asia. Well, Patty, I'm coming on your yacht next week, okay? <laughs> okay. All sure. right. Well, and that to, would be I'll legal. I'll have to hunt around and see if I can find one. <laughs> and that would be legal if you reported it. I mean, all he had yeah. to do was report it. And I, the 1978 law that was passed that he did have to adhere to, which is the, like the, the basic, thinnest little bit of ethics they had to 
you know, um, adhere to, said for over anything over four hundred fifteen dollars in value. Well, he's blown way past, way that. past that again and again and again and right, again. Right. I mean, come on, four hundred fifteen dollars. <laughs> Even in 1978's value, you could do that, and it would, he would still blow it out. You know, I mean, yeah. mm-hmm. I don't know where he, I don't know why he thinks he can get away with this. And Harlan Crow bankrolled Jenny Thomas's political activity. Mm-hmm. She just set up her organization, her Tea Party organization, and pay her salary that was like 150 thousand dollars a year. So was wow. that reported? No. Oh, that was I, not I don't think that was either. reported. That I think it was wow. on the, the list of stuff that was not reported. Wow. And now that's what the ProPublica right. um, investigation that's has revealed. Yeah. And yeah. unfortunately, nothing's going to be done to him. Yeah, because there's no code of ethics. For there's no code of ethics for the Supreme Court. There is a code of ethics for all other courts, um, even federal courts, but not for the Supreme Court. And I don't even think John Roberts can do anything about it. He, he maybe can go into his office and shut the door and say, we're going to talk about this. But I don't think he can. And, and Clarence Thomas can say, you know, I'll listen to you, but there's not a damn thing you can do to me. No. Right. No. And John Roberts is going to huff and puff and leave his office. Yeah. And that's the end of it. Because yeah. that's, that's the truth. Yeah. Not, there's nothing. There's nothing to be done. There's nothing to be done, Mm-mm. unfortunately. You know, I don't even know if they could get together and issue some sort of censure against him you know like even a letter like something that they create themselves and say we all disapprove of this i don't even think they could do that i don't think they would do that i don't think they would do that yeah yeah the power that comes with being on the supreme court or a president for life for life is 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 crazy yeah i don't think i don't think they can touch him and i think he knows it oh of course he does yeah of course he does Um, and what do they say Robert said, well, we're going to make sure that they consult the ethics rules for the other federal judges. Okay. But that, that doesn't mean anything. Yeah. 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 That's well, just talk. <laughs> but I didn't think you had to really define personal hospitality. I mean, a night at, at uh, Harlan Crow's mansion would be worth a lot more than... Your cousin's house. My cousin's house. <laughs> but that, you know, so you're going and visiting somebody that you know. It's it's not my fault that he has a large house. And you can't put a value on staying with somebody. But you can put a value on flights on a private jet. Mm-hmm. That's exactly. not personal hospitality. Even if you were going anyway... And you're just taking an extra two people along. There is a value that can be put on that. Private jets fly in and out of Love Field all the time, and people are paying for those flights. We know what they're worth. They, they, the articles I've read describe the same event where <laughs> he was going to take, Clarence Thomas was going to take Harlan Crow's private jet from D.C., to somewhere in upstate New York or in New England, and the, the flight starts at Love Field, leaves to go to D.C., picks him up, takes him where he's going, and then, then waits for him and then takes him back to D.C. and comes back. And that's $70,000, boom, wow. for that. Wow. That's, that's nice personal hospitality. It is, and quite the ticket for a flight. Yeah, it is. You know? But 
that's what we're talking about. We're talking loads of, of obscene money. It's, that's obscene money for any normal American. But oh, all he absolutely. had to do was report it. Yeah, exactly. And it, why can't he do that? Why can't he tell the country, hey, this is what I'm doing. I'm riding this jet. Because like you said. he knows it's wrong. He knows he, and he knows he can get away with it and nothing yeah. can be done about it. Yeah, that's the, such is the state of who we are today. Yeah, you know, Harlan Crowe said he's never weighed in on any case. <laughs> right. Well, he's he's funded all kinds of things, and he he, he has has funded thing, entities that have submitted um, amicus briefs on all kinds of cases where he's he's hard hard right. You know, he wants these these right wing things to happen and right-wing principles to be implemented in the country. And it's, the second I heard that, where he said, oh, well, he hasn't influ- tried to influence him at all, I'm like, <laughs> well, I guess maybe not face-to-face, but... Yeah, there's no question about where he stands on probably any issue. And so... Yeah. Sorry. $70,000 isn't free, let alone all the stuff that he's taken. You know, not, nothing's free. We right, know that. Right, right. We know that. So it... It's just ridiculous, and that's why he didn't report it. Um, even though nothing can happen to him, there there is at least a, a reputation now mm-hmm. that that he has to to, to deal with. That, he's, that corrupt as, he's corrupt. Oh, yeah, the yeah, he, he's corrupt as the rest of them. Yeah. Well, and and the the thing you know, as the the Democratic Party chair, um, the the people that we've been talking about with all the this corruption, they're all conservatives, and they're all they're all hard right wing conservatives. And I know that on the on the Democratic side, there are people who have done things that you know aren't above board. But it just seems to me like the 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 amount and the level at which the corruption is is present in um, conservative politicians, conservative elected officials, conservative um, organizations is being revealed at a much higher rate than than we've ever seen. And I don't know when, but hopefully um, at least the majority of the moderates and even the the moderate Republicans start realizing what's really happening if we continue to support this and let this go. I mean, it's just a it's a downward trend for our country. I mean, we see it in we see it in Florida and we we actually are seeing it here um, in, in Texas within our legislature and things that are happening all around the state. So and we'll talk about those after the break. Um you know, one thing that you said is there's nothing that can happen to him. There is the impeachment process. There is, but who's going to start it and who's going who's gonna, to who's gonna actually follow through with that? Who does have to start that? The House. The House, the House. has to start yes. it? Yes. Yeah. And it's not going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. It originates in the House. They write the articles, and if they vote to, be, to impeach, does it mean that, that they're convicted? Just that they're impeached. The articles are delivered to the United States Senate, and who that's serves right. as the jury. That's right. Yep. And so basically, like the same process to impeach a president. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I remember early on when um, uh, when I came back to the to the states and discovered C-SPAN, mm-hmm. um, I was so excited. Uh, I watched the impeachment of Alcee Hastings, who was a federal judge in the state of Florida and was impeached for bribery. 
Oh. And then he turned around and ran for a seat in the United States House of Representatives and won. <laughs> and after his death in recent years, you know, they were saying he had been the dean of their, their the Florida Democrats and, you know, all these things. I thought he was an impeached federal judge. Wow. But, you know, a lot of people forgot about that because he had decades in the House thereafter. But I, I remember... You know, hearing and watching the whole thing on C-SPAN as the geek, the young geek that I was. We need to take a break. You're listening to Lambda Weekly on 89.3 KNON-FM, and we'll be back with more right after this. Hi, this is Patty Fink, and you're listening to Lambda Weekly on 89.3 KNON-FM. And this is Lambda Weekly. I'm Dave Taffet here in the studio with Lauren Landis and the late Patty Fink. And our guest is Christy Noble. She is the radioactive chair of the Dallas Democratic <laughs> Party. I was at a meeting the other night with her, and the <clears throat> people in the room were going, Chernobyl, Chernobyl. And I'm like, I can only think of one thing when I hear that. So <laughs> when David said that you were going to be on the show, I was... I was like, that. I only think of this one thing. And he goes, oh, I thought of that a long time ago. Well, as soon as, as, soon as I took office, I was like, gosh, is there another way that people can address me? Because it's not good. <laughs> Call me anything but Chernobyl. <laughs> I don't know. Yo, Christy. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. <laughs> um, let's pivot to a local Democrat, Senator Royce West, who voted for a... Um, an anti-drag bill this week. You said you actually spoke to him. Yeah, I spoke with him yesterday. Um, j just briefly, I, I, I actually told him I was going to be on the, on the show and that we would probably end up talking about that vote. Um, the, the, the bill is, is basically um, to, to ban um, anyone under 18 from seeing uh, basically drag shows, anybody dressed in... Um, uh, costumes or whatever that's different from their biological um, sex and uh, or gender, and th there's some other verbiage around it. I I told him that I disagreed with with his vote, and um, he said that you know the the thing that that was on his mind on on his heart was that anything sexually explicit he wants to. Um, keep away from from children right it's so i i do know that that senator west has been a a, a ally to our um, community in the past and to trans kids in the past but based on his votes but i did tell him that i that this this was not not the right vote um from from my perspective i my concern is that the way that this is written it, it, not only obviously drag shows you know we were talking about that a little bit ago that it's all you know just great lighthearted entertainment and it's fun and you know there really isn't i mean I've, i i haven't seen anything that sexually explicit in any drag show i've been to I it's just either. funny I don't I mean, it's either. just fun they've it, got the you know the hair the makeup the dresses that are over the top over and, they, the, yeah. and they are singing and having a blast and snapping their fingers and it's just so much fun but um so, so we just take that part and then you compare it to how many kids take or how many parents take their kids to what did you call it patty restaurants restaurants right the twin peaks and and hooters how is that not just as sexually 
um, explicit. Explicit. Actually, yeah. that's that's more sexually explicit. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And so, so, so there's there's that. Which again, we're talking about the dissonance. But then on on, on the other side, you know, I I've talked to or I've had um, friends talk to people who own different theaters in the city. And it's going to cause an economic issue because there's so many Broadway shows that now aren't going to be able to come to Dallas or to Texas because of this. I mean, Tootsie is it's either playing or is it about to play about to. that mm-hmm. that would not be able to be here. And, and right. so that I, I can't imagine that that's what they really want. But this is what happens when you start trying to take away people's right and govern um, and, and put policy around preferences instead of real life things that are going to hurt people you know and they spend so much time on this stuff yeah and and you know and so many people so many texans rising up and going to austin and testifying against bills about you know gender affirming care and all these things and they don't even let everybody speak and they because it's a foregone conclusion they've they've made it clear that this this testimony this earnest testimony from people who are living real lives in in a real world every single day doesn't matter to them this is not about them and the kids this is they've already made up their minds before they even yeah it's an ideology um it's the same with race it's the same with the whole crt stuff right Mm -hmm. they're not listening to you know anything of reality they've already made up their minds that if it has to do with race we have to get it out of schools to the point that you can't tell the rosa parks story in florida right and and acknowledge well, you that you just that can't say that she was black. You can't say she's black. black. And that that's the reason right. she was right. Right. You know, she and, was trying to. to and the publisher, the publisher of that book claims that the reason why they take it out or took it out um, is because of the new uh, Florida law. It's so, a, I mean, they're going to twist history just, so just, badly that insane. nobody's going to recognize it, and they're going to twist current, uh, current everything. The thing with the drag shows. It's not sexually explicit. I mean, you 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 talk to a lot of drag queens, and their boobage is not even close to real. Right. You right. know what I mean? Right. Like it's exaggerated, and and doesn't exist. <laughs> it's well, imaginary and, boobage. <laughs> and let's just go back to the so the, the the two bills that were on there, and you know, talking about Senator West, he, he voted for this one. He was the only Democrat that voted with the Republicans. That's not a good thing. We as yeah, Democrats, we need thing. to be we need to be moving together. Absolutely. The other bill that he changed his vote on was um, for drag queens to be reading at story time in libraries. That's okay. But, but again, you think about that, would you rather have a drag queen or a Hooters girl reading? I mean, what? again, right. it's the same thing. But like, like what you said, Patty, it, it, it's beyond normal comprehension to understand how they can't dig a couple layers down and see... The, the the scary things that are happening and the government really overreach that, that that's happening and they're supposed to be the 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 party of uh, small government you know yeah. you know in yeah, our local exactly. drag queen story time yeah Jenna Sky and Cassie Nova have done them mm-hmm. and they said you know when we're doing those we take it very seriously they took a class with the head of the Dallas library system on how to read to children. They designed dresses specially for drag queen story time because they wanted to look like princesses. They 
they take it so seriously. And those kids, last time I went, there were about 100 people who showed up to a library event. Mm -hmm. They took it so seriously, and those kids were enraptured by the the glamorous story time they were having. Right. Uh, one thing Cassie said was, this is nothing like a drag show. It's not. Right. Exactly. It's, it's not. Right. Trust me, I've been to drag shows, made hundreds of them. The only thing they have in common is that it's entertainment. That's it. It's entertainment geared for kids right. because they're, they, they do sort of have a magical storybook time where someone who is, is you know, like, dressed in a way that they are a princess and they're fantastical. Read a story. fantastical yeah. yeah and reading a fantastical story to them you know and, now here's, in an animated entertaining and, way and, and some of the other drag stories read drag time reading stories um, around the country they will sometimes they'll actually dress up over the top as one of the characters that they're reading about I love that so it's like i don't i don't understand where where okay you're so here's what i want to know it defines what they can and cannot be dressed as. They can't be dressed as a character of the opposite, opposite gender. gender. Yeah. Okay, what if you're dressing up as a Disney character? What gender are they? Yeah. What, what gender, gender are they? Are they really? Right. You know, if you're dressing as Minnie Mouse, let's say. Okay, yes, Minnie Mouse is female, Mickey Mouse is male. But they're mice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> what do mice wear? What's Pluto? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and again, again, if, 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 you're, if you've ever been to Disney World or Disneyland and you see the life-size um, Mickey Mouse or Minnie Mouse walking around the park, you don't really know who's up under there. So right. are they, they going to go check and make sure that oh, it's a woman who's... Minnie uh, Mouse. That's Minnie Mouse. I mean, it's, it's, it's getting absurd. Oh, it's it's been absurd. Yeah. <laughs> and it's getting to the point where are you really going to go check people's genitalia? That's what, yeah, so I'm getting, yeah. Or, or do some sort of DNA test. One of test. those you know, I mean, laws passed. Not here. I forgot which state. Probably Florida. Uh, Was it Tennessee? It might have been Tennessee. Yeah. That to participate in um, high school sports, you're going to have a yeah. genital check. Yeah. That is absolutely wow. kids. If I was School a parent, kids. I would move. But this is for the kids. Yeah, but this is for the kids. You How know. traumatic. That's horrible. Yeah. This is like scarring kids. They're going to need so therapy for way. life. If How is this going on in America? I know. This is fascism I mean, and authoritarianism that is that has gone over the top against. The, well, they want to get the LGBTQ news. people. And they're thinking of all of these horrific ways to destroy kids' lives. Yeah. There was some good news us. down in uh, Llano County. Um, they had banned library books, and a judge ordered them to return the books to the shelf because it infringed on First Amendment rights. I did see that. I yeah. did see that. Yay. Woo. Yeah. It'll be appealed. but Yeah. But the people who brought the case said... No, you're because you're, that's the whole uh, thing. First Amendment rights. Parents have the right to censor what their children read. Yes, they do. Yeah, yeah but you, it doesn't mean don't go read it. Yeah, don't go read the book. Don't check it out. Or so, if you do, take it away from your kid when they come it, home exactly. from the library. Make them send it back. That that that. 
I mean, I understand the problem with that. The problem with that is the parent would have to do some parenting. Exactly. <laughs> That's the thing. Exactly. It's the, the parents should be doing the parenting, not the government. Right. right. And if, you know, if David doesn't want his kid to see this particular book, it doesn't mean I don't want my, my kid to see this book. And you shouldn't have control over things that affect my kids and your kids and your kids and right. your kids. Right. Well, and wasn't there a, I, I saw it, I forgot the name of the book, but there was a, a, a book that was banned at an elementary school in Southlake. That was yeah. named for the author of the book. Right. Yes. Exactly. The school itself was named after the author, author of the book. Right. But they, and the book was banned. And, and the book was banned. That's it. You know, we're, right. we've so lost it. We've so lost yeah. our way yeah. when and, that's really happening. Have. And people on the right just don't even see how ridiculous they they are. I mean, they, we're over here like going, how do we reel all this in? How do we return to being a, a country of sanity? But and, here's the scary part is that. Is the seemingly ease they are having success with this stuff seems like they're not being challenged, and I know they are, but it's like okay, we want to ban this, boom, they do it. We want to ban that, boom, we do it. We want to take this out, they do it. It seems like they this stuff is passing, particularly down here in the southern states, with such ease, and that's frightening. It is, it is. frightening. I mean, you know, obviously. The Republicans have the the majority in the House, in the state house. They have the majority in the Senate. They have all of that. But just n not only that, they have the way that they are messaging and they are pulling people to support this type of tyranny, basically. And it all goes back to hate and fear. Mm -hmm. They're afraid for their child. And so they think that they can control the, the, the children's safety. I mean, they don't need counselors, really. <laughs> I mean, you can't control everything. We have to trust. We have to educate. We have to move people forward. Um, but but their, their goal and, and the way they're going about it is, is saying you have to be afraid and you have to hate different. And it, I, it I, just keeps getting greater and greater and greater down that path. I, I, I think part of it is control, but particularly when it comes to the LGBT community with the trans and, <clears throat> and the drag queens, I think is this is their way of eliminating us. Yes. This mm -hmm. is their way of saying, we don't want you to exist. They can't, I mean, some of them, yeah, if they could, they would just outright kill us. But since yes. they can't do that, they don't want us to exist. They want to push us as far back into the closet and to never come out again. That's you know, what I, they want to eliminate us. Not this just in the closet. They want us to be ashamed and never come exactly. out. Exactly. Yeah. This reminds us, though, that you can't take any votes for granted. Agreed. A few weeks ago, I was down following some people who were... Um, uh, Jeremy's looking at me. Yes. I was, uh, he has a, on the t-shirt, uh, HIV Advocacy Day at the Capitol. So we were talking to um, legislators about several of Vent and Jones bills. Um, and um, one thing that uh, occurred to me was we went into Raphael Lanchia's office and uh, we were kind of joking, gee, I hope we can convince Raphael to vote with us. But his chief of staff was talking to us and she said, no, 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 I want to hear these stories and I want to hear what you have to say because that way when I talk to people in other offices, I have more information that I can give them. Um, we went into Senator Johnson's office, Senator Nathan Johnson, who represents North Dallas, and I got a note from him afterwards thanking us for coming into his office and giving him the information. Awesome. You can't assume we didn't go into Royce West's office 
and we should have. Yeah, obviously because now. You, you can't assume. Yeah. 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 They, they have, you're exactly right, David. They have to have the information and they have to have the information from somebody who lives it. There's nothing that can take the place of somebody saying, this is going to affect me and this is going to affect me how. Right. And so, and, and you know, um, Senator West, he has a whole new set of constituents. He um, does, including me. Yeah, based on, you know, the redistricting um, in 2021. And so those new constituents, we need to get, get out there. We need to be communicating with him. And if there are people that don't like that vote, you need to, to, let, him know. to let him know. If there are votes that you like, you need to let him know about that as well. And that goes with any of your representatives. Absolutely. Right. And, it, you know, it's real simple. Uh, if you just want to call somebody, all you do is, and we're not telling you what your opinion should be. Or, right. All we're telling you is call your representative and let them know what you think of uh, some of their votes. Uh, just call them and real simple message is I agree with him on or, or I am in favor of such and such a bill. I'm against such and such a bill. And you can ask, you can even ask them, you know, um, we would, we, I would like for my representative to vote this way on this bill. Right. Right. Just a real that. simple message. Can take two, two minutes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, Chair Noble, I want to thank you again for being with us. We are just about out of time. <laughs> thank you for having thank me. You, thank you, Christy. I always, love being here with you guys. Always great having you. Yeah. Glad we didn't blow up anything too major. <laughs> <laughs> ¶¶